The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I am. We have an I'm ready for topic. sex with D Love, too. Yeah. You'll get a little after <laughs> the show. Hey, it's a group experience on this show. <laughs> how are you, D-Love? Um, I'm doing well. I'm, like, uh, overwhelmed with how much has to be done in life. Yes. But, this is um, the story. The continuing How's your saga. anus? What? How's your anus? <laughs> um, a little more relaxed after a great body work session. Not an anal session, but a great body work session. Yesterday with your um, co-partner in the postpartum sexuality study, Ellen Heed. Yeah. Did magic. She's amazing. Yeah. So my anus is a bit more relaxed. Well, if you haven't noticed, we're talking about D-Love's anus, and uh, I'm glad that it's more relaxed, love. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to, today on the show, we're talking about anal pleasure, and not just any anal pleasure, but deep, satisfying, orgasmic anal pleasure for both men and women. How's that sound, D-Love? It's, uh, well, it, it sounds amazing. I've, I've had some experience myself, but um, it's still an area that I don't know much about. Mm. Well, then I'm very excited because our guest today is going to inform us lots. Jack Morin, Ph.D., uh, his classic book, Anal Pleasure and Health, A Guide for Men, Women, and Couples. It just came out in a thoroughly updated fourth edition, and it remains the only research-based book on the subject. I have a quote from Jack's book that I like because there's some science in it, and I'm kind of a science sex geek, so uh, here's the quote. For the reader desiring to enhance the capacity for anal pleasure, it is important to know that it is not an impossible or even difficult goal. Among the 143 participants in the original research, 71% learned to enjoy anal stimulation in the ways that desired by the time the eight weeks of therapy had ended. An additional 12% were able to do this within four months after therapy, for the total of 83% who reached their goals. Many factors contributed to their success. Most important was the willingness to devote regular time and attention to anal exploration and to carry it out with calm persistence. Now, were these people in therapy, for, like some kind of healing work, or what was the context well, of the study? Well, Jack does, um, like, you know, talk therapy, 
some, and he, but he is really into the somatic aspect. So I met Jack actually at the sexological bodywork training where he talked about sort of how sexological bodyworkers can work with the psychological as people who are working in the psychological realm. So um, he does like the like like a therapist, like you would go see your talk therapist. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think he has a, a somatic element to his work, and we can talk to him more about that when he comes on. So keep that question. Do you love? Alright. In honor of Jack and his book, I'm going to do a contest today. I want to give away a copy of my exquisite anal massage DVD and a bottle of Alicadabra Lube to a lucky winner. So, uh, call in with your stories about your favorite anal experience. I promise you can be confidential. You can make up a name when you call. Um, you don't have to tell us anything about yourself except for your address with, with so we can send you your stuff, but you don't have to say that on the air. Anyway. Um, you're going to get a free copy of my exquisite anal massage DVD and a bottle of Alicadabra Lube. So call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that number is 1-866-472-5788. Tell us your story and you can win a DVD and a bottle of lube. Speaking of Alicadabra Lubricant, you can get 20% off your order at alicadabra.com by using coupon code JAYA, J-A-I-Y-A, plus you'll get free shipping if you order any three bottles. D-Love and I, we want to hear your stories, so call us at 1-866-472-5788, and you might win a free DVD and a bottle of Aloe Cadabra. I think that's a really cool uh, little gift there. I think uh, Aloe Cadabra rocks. It's all very healthy, and it uh, keeps things nice, wet, and smooth, and um, doesn't have the odd feeling of, like, slick um, silicone. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, my DVD rocks, too, D-Love. It does. So that's just a great little thing. Okay, on to today's oral sex tip. In my second volume of Oral Sex for Couples, we filmed a new in a few um, analingus techniques. I'm, I'm going on and on about the spelling of analingus, D-Love, and now I'm seeing it in my notes, and I'm like, you know what? So, So everybody out there, if you know about analingus and spelling it, most people spell it a N A L but it's actually A N I L. Hmm. I found out the correct spelling and since I'm anal retentive now, um, no pun intended. How about the spelling of analingus? I think the pun was intended. <laughs> uh so my tip. First, I have to say that hygiene is incredibly important, and I would actually advise using a dental dam over the area, the anal area, to keep bacteria from the anus out of your mouth. That sounds kind of gross, but, uh, you know, you don't want that, that kind of stuff necessarily in your mouth. So using a dental dam can really help. Plus, if you're giving a woman analingus and you aren't using a dental dam, you can't go from her anus to her vagina because that's really bad news for her vaginal flora. They do it so in pornos all the time. What? They do it in pornos all the time. I know they do, and I always cringe, and then I don't like don't. Then I'm not getting turned on anymore because my germophobia kicks in, and I'm like, ooh, she just got germs in her vagina. Shouldn't I learn everything I need to know about sex from watching pornos? <laughs> no. 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 Hmm. Porn. Porn is great for like turning you on, but don't learn sex from it. That hmm. that would be my advice. Where should I learn about sex? Well, you can learn about sex at my website, NewWorldSexEducation.com or RedHotTouch.com. Oh. Or you can just get a girlfriend who's a sex educator. (laughs) I'll choose the second one. (laughs) Okay. But for all those Uh, others who aren't as lucky as I, definitely go to the website. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, you know, and I don't teach you, so, you know, you have to watch the videos and stuff like that anyway. That's true. Yeah. And and be on the radio show so that you can get all these pointers from my guests. Right. But I'm also just an intuitive master. Yes. You you actually are. I have to give you kudos, D-Love. You're pretty good. <laughs> well, I'll, take, I'll take those kudos. All right. We've gone off on a tangent. We have to get back to dental dams. <laughs> And analingus. Yeah. If if you don't know what a dental dam is, it's kind of like plastic wrap that you can stretch out, and uh, and you can actually use plastic wrap as long as you don't use the microwavable kind, right. and uh, just stretch it out over the area that you are going to put your mouth on. You just have to make sure you keep track of which side you actually laid on onto the anus or onto the vagina, and. Um, the dental dam just makes it easier and safer and cleaner because you, what you can do is put that on and then you can lick the anus and lick the vagina and lick the anus and lick the vagina and that way you're not getting any bacteria from the anus into the vagina. So and it's fun. It, it gives you a new sensation. I also say you know put a little bit of lube on the one side that's going to be against their anus and that gives it a whole other sensation too. I have a little plastic wrap in my hands right now and I'm looking at it in an entirely new way. Y- yes. Yes, plastic wrap isn't an erotic toy. Mm. It can be. Wow. So on to my tip. That was just the preference to the tip. Now, the tip is actually to um, get your partner on their hands and knees and gently spread their butt cheeks and then use the tip of your tongue to slowly lick light little circles over your partner's anus, going very slow and very light, and then you can go really fast and kind of flick around in the circle. I call this ring around the rosebud. Hmm. I think we should create a song. Ring around the rose, but anyway, I'm being a geek again. Yes. (laughs) Oh, anything you want to add, D-Love, quickly? Any oral analingus technique? I'm ready to get to the deep, dark um, information. Deep pleasure? Yes? Okay. So when we come back, we're going to be joined by Jack Morin, Ph.D., and we will have some surprise guests joining us, too, who will be sharing some of their favorite deep anal pleasures. I had to give a little kudos to Joseph Kramer because he sent me an email with some of Jack's quotes in it. And, uh, so I have another great one to, to read to you just because I, I really like this one. The single most, this is Jack speaking, the single most important lesson I've learned during my 35-year stint as Dr. Anal the widespread belief that one must choose between anal pleasure or anal health is terribly off the mark. In reality, a person who desires maximum anal enjoyment should follow virtually the same steps as anyone who seeks optimal anal wellness. Both require, one, deepening awareness of the anal area and its functioning. Two, total elimination of anal pain. Three, reduction of muscular tension. I really like that one, since I'm into anal massage. Four, replacing negative feelings and attitudes towards the anus and rectum with positive ones. What do you think of that, D-Love? They all sound like amazing um, benefits, I, and uh, I've experienced some of them myself. This is, these are good shows for me because um, I'm a pretty willing receiver, but uh being a giver in the area of anal pleasures is a new frontier. Mm. Well, good. Uh, you know, I, I'm, yay. <laughs> 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 so 
Jaya is excited because D Love's going to learn some stuff today yeah. on our show. Yep. And and I love these four bullets, and I want to keep bringing us back to that. Like everybody who's listening, deepening awareness of the anal area and its function, total elimination of anal pain. Because so many women associate like anal sex with pain. Uh, reduction of muscular tension and replacing negative feelings and attitudes towards the anus and rectum with positive ones. I just had to read those again because I love that so much because I think so many of us deal with all four of those. Right. Um, And that there's so much taboo around this area, and there are really a lot of benefits. So when we return, we're going to talk to Jack about what are the benefits and why is anal pleasure really important to us. And don't forget that we have our contest going on. So um, giving away my exquisite anal massage DVD and a bottle of lube to any lucky winner. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring women Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy 
send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now, back to Sex with Jaya. We're giving away my exquisite anal massage DVD and a bottle of Alucadabra Lube to anybody who calls in with some juicy stories. I want juicy stories about your favorite pleasurable anal experiences. So you can call us at 1-866-472-5788. And we're about to talk to our guest, Jack Morin. You can go to jackmorin.com to find out more about Jack. And that's Morin spelled M-O-R-I-N. Hello, Mr. Jack. Oh, hi there, Jaya. Hi there, D-Love. Hello. So I love to just dive in. Uh, You have a book all about the topic. I was talking about it earlier, your book, Anal Pleasure and Health, A Guide for Men, Women, and Couples, which is coming, just came out with its updated fourth edition, right? Right. Just came out in May, and uh, it's been continuously in print uh, since 1981 uh, with these occasional updates. Completely rewritten, all new illustrations, everything this time. Wow. Great. I'm going to have to get myself a copy of that one. <laughs> so, Jack, why is anal pleasure so important for us? Like, you know, a lot of people are just like, I just don't go there, and they kind of ignore this part of the body. Why is it important that we experience anal pleasure? Well, um, people are different about that, of course, but I think there's two main reasons. For one thing, there's all these pleasure potentials that has to do with the anal system itself. For example, the anal opening is just surrounded with uh, enormous amounts of nerve endings, which can feel wonderful. Of course, they can also feel pain if things aren't going well. Uh, also, some people like the feeling of internal stimulation with a finger or a toy or perhaps a, a penis as well. Um, but also, um, when you get internal stimulation like that, um, for guys, I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit more, but guys have the prostate, which is a little uh, walnut-sized gland. It's just on the front side, just beyond uh, the rectal wall. So if you say insert a finger or a object in there, just a few inches, and move it toward the front of the body, and massage gently in that area, you'll be massaging the prostate, which in, for many men is an extremely pleasurable thing. And as a guy gets aroused and excited, his prostate grows and becomes even more sensitized. Also, uh, on the kind of the front side of the rectal wall in women, you have the two bulbs of the whole internal clitoris, not far from the rectum, and uh, the other thing that makes uh, anal stimulation and pleasure important for people is it's completely intertwined with the whole sexual genital system. All the muscles all work together. The um, anal sphincter muscle, the external one anyway, is interconnected with uh, the PC muscle, you know, which supports all of our organs in there, Mm -hmm. Um, and then in both women and men have this muscle called the bulbocavernosis. I like the bulbocavernosis. It's a great muscle because in men it anchors the internal bulb of the penis, not far from the anus really, uh, to the PC muscle, holds it to the pelvic floor. Um, and then the two internal bulbs of the clitoris have the same muscle, the muscle, the bulbocavernosis, and not only are they anchored to the pelvic floor, but they're directly connected to the uh, external anal sphincter muscle. That is why, for example, every orgasm is, whether you're aware of it or not, partly an anal orgasm because all those pelvic muscles work together. Um, And so the more we're aware pelvically, which enhances our capacity for all kinds of sexual and sensual enjoyment, bringing the anal awareness into the picture just enhances that even further. Mm. D-Love, what do you think about that? What? 
What do you think about that? I mean, that that just made me excited. <laughs> hearing Jack talk. Yeah, I'm a geek. Only so, you, know, you start talking bubble cavernosis and PC muscles, and I just start getting turned on. <laughs> it sounds like a land of opportunity. <laughs> well put. Ha- <laughs> love you had a question for Jack. Well, um, in the quote, I don't know if you were listening to the first segment of the show. I did. Yeah. Um, in the one quote she was talking about, um, people in therapy learned to experience pleasure I'm badly misquoting it, but um, I was wondering if these people were specifically um, having issues around anal, their anus or anal health or something like that, where they, because, you know, all it took for me was one session of being played with in the anus. And I was like, oh, crap, what, I've been missing this my whole life. <laughs> well, no uh, it, uh, there's a couple of things involved here. One is, you know how everybody has their tension zones in the body where we store up excess stress and anxieties and stuff like that? For me, it's my shoulders and my neck, especially. People have it, you know, their stomach, their all kinds of different places. Well, a very common area for storing up stress is the anal muscles. And if your or someone else is such a person, it may be challenging and take some focused concentration over time to learn how to de-stress the anal area and let those muscles relax, which are absolutely essential for enjoyment because if the muscles are tense, especially if you're going to insert anything from a finger on up, it can be very uncomfortable if the muscles aren't sufficiently uh, relaxed. So some people need to undo stress in the anal area in order to enjoy it. Other people um, feel uh, very strongly what I refer to as the anal taboo, which is a deep inner feeling of disgust or, uh, you know, just that you just don't go there. It's dirty, disgusting area, um, and that, you know, we just can't tune into that. We can't associate that with anything good. So for many people, there's that deep negative attitude about the area, and then others have the tension. It sounds like for you, D-Love, I'm guessing, since it just took you one good experience uh, to really enjoy it, uh, that you probably do not store a lot of tension in that part of your body. I think it depends on the day. Good point. <laughs> it does. <laughs> we, had a, we had a couple weeks ago where um, I was as tight, uh, I don't know what to say, tight as what? <laughs> as tight yeah, as a drum. Yeah, they say. Yeah. A drum, but uh, well, that doesn't apply here. No. <laughs> so what would you say, tight <laughs> as a what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a unique type of tightness. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was pretty yeah. tense that week. Uh-huh. So I'm also going to jump in, too, because there's the psychological aspect of the taboo, and then there's the tension. And then what about people also who, and I, this can tie into the psychological, but who have, like, trauma there? Like, I would include yeah. myself in sort of, like, like this is a traumatic area of my body, and the first time I ever had an anal massage, I could they couldn't even massage me. Like, just knowing that I was going to get an right. anal massage, my body freaked out. Like, I was okay, like, kind of in my mind, but yes. I definitely had, like, a somatic... A trauma memory come up, and all they could do was hold me, like like hold my anal sphincter and not move just for not 45 move. minutes, and my body just went into shaking. So right. there's also that aspect. Right, right. Can you talk well, on that a little know, bit? Well, you know, it is an area of the body that can store up a lot of emotion from the past, um, and also the reality is that many people have had really negative anal experiences, maybe with a partner who kind of pushed them to maybe experiment 
with anal sex or something the person wasn't ready for, um, and uh, usually that's a uh, condition for a bad experience if a person isn't ready. Um, and so a lot of people have a kind of accumulated negativity in that area, and then when you start touching there, even in the most gentle way, it can release some of those memories, and uh, sounds like that's what happened for you. And that's why we really need to approach it very gently, very patiently, very and uh, allow ourselves time to really become attuned and really feel whatever associations and memories are like stored in that area for us. It's different for everyone. Um, and I think uh, one of the uh, the unfortunate things is a lot of people who experiment with anal sexuality do so in kind of like a blind, gropey kind of way in the heat of the moment, perhaps, um, and they don't have the awareness of themselves that is really needed for the very best, most deeply pleasurable kinds of experiences that are possible. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100% there. <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's there's this rush of, like, I think and it comes sometimes from the taboo of it, too, of like, rush, sure. hurry up, get it over with, because it's kind of dirty. Um, yeah, to turn something taboo into something, you know, wonderfully erotic, uh, that happens, you know, all over the place in our sex lives, and uh, mm-hmm. it can be an extremely positive thing, but sometimes the taboo is so overpowering for people that it's not fun. They're shut mm-hmm. down. So how do we keep health in this area? You know, there's lots of tension, um, there's the bacterial stuff. What are the ways that people can keep healthy in this area of their body? Yeah, well, um, I would say the first thing that I recommend to really everyone who's open to trying it would be, I think, a fantastic health habit is to insert your finger gently into your own anus every day in the shower or the bath to make it a part of your cleansing routine. Not only does that help keep the area clean and fresh and everything, but it's uh, doing that is a way to check in, so to speak, with what's going on there. Am I tense? Am I relaxed? And also just to take a, you know, literally a few seconds of gently inserting your finger and getting in tune with your anal muscles, feel them with your fingertip, take a couple deep breaths, maybe a little circular massaging. The whole thing would take less than a minute, but it really can uh, uh, accumulate a more of a relaxation response and a, an awareness. And really, uh, in terms of keeping the anal area healthy over time, um, just making sure that we're not accumulating that tension there without even our awareness is one of the most important things to do. Then you raise, Jaya, the, uh, the whole part of, you know, there are uh, bacteria, particularly in our poop, that uh, is not found other places, and uh, uh, we want to be conscious about that. And I think one of the important things for most people is to uh, learn how to keep the anal area clean and, so that, uh, and to essentially remove uh, even small particles um, of poop that for most people would not be pleasurable, and uh, that can be done through external washing and inserting the finger. But if a person is going to get into um, you know more deeper penetration anally and they're ready for that, uh, then I think it's important to learn about anal douching, um, where you know there's different methods a person can use to actually insert. Uh, introduce warm water uh, into the rectum and then hold it for a few moments and then uh, release that water over the toilet until it comes out clean. Um, And uh, 
this is a, uh, a health habit that would uh, be extremely valuable for everyone who's going to engage in anal play. And then as just to underscore what you all know already is, uh, you know, people who are going to do uh, intercourse, unless that couple is in a monogamous relationship with each other, you just got to use a condom, either a male condom or the female condom uh, every time mm-hmm. for intercourse. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about, like, probiotics or anything like that? If you're douching, would you recommend I have not really gotten into that, Jaya, so I don't have an mm-hmm. opinion about that one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. So, uh, you know, I'm loving everything that you're saying, and I'm, um, I'm at my desk just going, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, um, because this is just something something that I feel like we need to spread awareness about and really keep educating people about is that health and pleasure are one and the same and yes. that they, they have something to do with one another. So I think that that's, that's a really important key. So we, we have to take a break, unfortunately. When we come back from break, I have uh, I've actually been getting some emails from people and I have some, a couple coming on to tell us about what has made anal play better for them. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women. 
but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last for hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and I've got Glenn and Jude on the line with us, uh, joining us to share ways that anal pleasure has been great for them. Hello, Glenn and Jude. Hello, Jaya. Hey, How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Awesome. D-Love is on the line as well, as, as so is Jack Morin. You can go to jackmorin.com to find out more about Jack. So, I, Glenn and Jude, I just have to ask you guys, what makes anal play so great for you guys? Well, it feels good. <laughs> um, and, I, and, you know, it, I don't know scientifically, maybe Jack would know this, but um, orgasms are unbelievably intensified when you have an orgasm through anal. I don't know why, but they are. See, love, you would back that up, wouldn't you? Or I would second that motion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. So, 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 Jack, why is that? Why are orgasms more powerful? I hear this all the time about yeah. men who are getting like prostate well, it has stimulation. to do with a lot of what we were talking about earlier. Now, in males, you know, the uh, the prostate is getting indirectly stimulated from the inside, and in females, the uh, those inner bulbs of the clitoris are getting indirectly stimulated inside as well. But everything else is, you know, remember how all the muscles of the pelvis are interconnected and the organs are all connected to the same muscles. And so uh, when we're uh, getting in internal stimulation, uh, really more areas are getting stimulated in different ways and it kind of uh, all works together to uh, intensify, potentially anyway, the orgasmic experience. And many people, men and women alike, do report that. Hmm. Mm. Glenn and Jude, what makes it better for you? I know you guys are really into lube, so I'm assuming that that's one of the things that makes anal, anal play and anal sex better for you. But what, what other kinds of things, you know, there's the lubricant, and we're really into aloe cadabra. You guys can, everybody can go to alocadabra.com and get 20% off by typing in Jaya, and shipping is free. Free. So make sure, you, and you can also get that at uh, Whole Foods in Southern California, and and if you're in London, or in, actually if you're in Canada, you can also get it at London Drugs. So uh, Glenn and Jude, what you know, we have lube, we have massage. What are some things that really make it better for you, and how do you use those things? Well, you know, for me, I, I think in addition to the whole you know physical aspect of anal sex, there's an emotional thing that happens too that's totally hot in giving yourself over, to open yourself up, like it goes to another place in, in that moment of pleasure. And then to be able to come to an orgasm, you know, it really takes you through that gambit of sharing yourself with someone else. 
And, you know, Jude and I have been very versatile in our relationship because that's just, that's just how we are. And when I'm on top of him and I'm inside him, I love it because I know exactly how that feels. And it turns me on to make him feel like that. Mm-hmm. So you get turned on by his pleasure. I get turned on by his pleasure, and I, I hope it's the opposite way around, too, when he's inside me. <laughs> it certainly is. I mean, <laughs> it is much a, a huge turn-on to see your partner pleased. And to know that you're the one that's, that's able to do that is, uh, it adds a, a whole emotional level to it. That's a, a deeper connection for us, for sure. Um, so, that's why we so Jack, I have a question about emotions. Um, what makes it so emotional? You know, we talked about the, you know, sort of holding trauma and this, this tie in to, in link to our emotions, but what about it specifically about anal touch or anal play uh, is affecting us that well, creates this emotional I, connection? Yeah, bond? I, I think you have to get over a wall of, um, whatever tensions you have, wherever you have to be, cause you really have to surrender. And in that surrendering, I, I think that you have to, like, let go of a lot of things. And it's, it's somewhat healing. I, I think it's a very healing sexual act um, that, you know, helps with, you know, when those emotions are, are kind of let go of, it, it takes you to another place. And, you know, sometimes after sex, we'll, like, you know, have to put our feet on the ground. Like, oh, my God, you know, we're back <laughs> in the world. You know, it's... We went somewhere, and we took each other there. And, and you know, that part of it is the magic of it. And it's a very, it's powerful. I think it's powerful. Yeah, a lot of people talk to me about how, uh, partly because of the letting go involved that you guys were talking about, um, and also partly you know, violating the taboo of it and going to a place that maybe is somewhat forbidden uh but uh and also internal uh that i think for many people it's a particularly intimate kind of feeling um although uh some people seem to feel very casual about it um but i think uh, probably most people uh seem to feel that there's something maybe particularly intimate or that at least requires some special attention uh in terms of anal stimulation mhm so, Jack, what are some ways that you would recommend people create deeper amounts of pleasure in this area when it comes to sexuality? I mean, we've talked about creating awareness. We've talked about relaxation. Um, you know, what are some more specific ways, like how do we relax in this area of the body? How do we surrender? How do we do that? How are we um, – I'm getting into a whole other question, but, you know, <laughs> I get so much questions from people who are like, I want my partner to do anal sex either to let me have it with them or – to for them to give it to me, but the, but I'm caught up in the taboo, and I think D Love was kind of going there earlier of like I'm okay with receiving it, but I'm not okay with giving it, and I think maybe people have to start there. I'm kind of answering my own question around getting through the taboo to create the deeper pleasure, but how do we do that? Well, I really think that um, you know your interest in anal massage, for example, that's a terrific way to do that because I think that. What really deepens the experience is spending more time with it, giving ourselves uh, the time we need to maybe get past um, a level of discomfort. Maybe some anxiety is lurking there or some awkward, uncomfortable 
feelings about it. But if we take the time necessary to really relax into it and make sure that we're breathing deeply, that we're not holding our breath, and really feel ourselves uh, release the muscles uh, that may take a little time, and we'll know when that happens from our self-exploration, that if we uh, ask our partner or invite our partner to receive and or give uh, anal touch without any expectations of where it's going to lead necessarily, just in the, for an experience in and of itself, uh, it can, you know, figuratively speaking, open a lot of doors for people in terms of the depth of pleasure. Mm-hmm. So D-Love, you know, D-Love's kind of afraid of mess. So what do you do with somebody who, you know, like, I, am I speaking for you, D-Love? You can speak for yourself here. Afraid around, of what? You want to be able to give more. Yeah, I didn't catch what he's afraid of. Afraid of what? Mess? D-Love, you were saying earlier that you want to give more. And so, um, you know, one of the things you've always been concerned about is mess. Yeah, I don't think that's so much the issue. When we're talking so uh, openly about the about anal pleasures in a public format, it's actually um, there's a little more clarity for me of, like, the discomfort. Um, and I think it has to do with a little bit of the... Um, um, uh, virgin whore complex. Mm. I think I associate um, anal sex, like penetration sex, um, as like a much more dominating, controlling kind of thing. And bringing that into the bedroom with my intimate longtime partner um, sort of uh, crosses wires in my head. So, oh, it doesn't feel like something you would do with someone you care about. Right. That's- like my fantasies around it deal with subjectification, yeah, more so than with um, love making pleasure. And I think there's also the association that you know just the learned cultural thing that um, uh, anal sex must not feel good, even though my experience with receiving is ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah, but I think a lot of people feel what you're describing, D-Love, in terms of uh, this strong association with dominance and submission, which is fine if that's exciting and fun for a person, but a lot of times those images are not exciting and fun for a person. They don't want to either be dominated or they don't want to be the one dominating. And so uh, to be able to enjoy those things, especially with someone that you're close to, it involves really re rethinking those associations, which does definitely take some time. Yeah. Hmm. So but like identifying them like, like you just did is the key otherwise. at the Would you say, D-Love? I like playing with those elements uh, otherwise. Um, uh-huh. Of dominance and submission. Yeah. Just not necessarily with anal. Yeah, I think it, with, it, with your lover. That is far, <laughs> far more in the category of objectification somehow. Uh-huh. What about, do you ever feel like, if you're the top person, that the receiver is like being feminized. If yeah, I think that can be it. Objectification, um, dominance—that it's really completely about total self-interest. I see. Yeah, subjecting my own self-interest on the other. And I, but I'm I sure she's having a good time. With that. I'm sure she'd be having a good time. Yeah. I would be. I'm sure she would be. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not all about you, dude. No. Uh, oh. Thank you, D-Love, for your honesty and for putting it out there in public. I know sometimes, you know, 
that that yeah. that can be vulnerable. Yeah, so thank you very courageous. much for your for your honesty there. And um, we're gonna we have to go to break. Unfortunately, um, time goes so fast in these shows. I always want to go so much deeper into these topics. So but when we come back, we're gonna talk more about ways that people can overcome some of the taboos around touching, licking, or playing anally. Uh, you can go to jackmoran.com to find out more about him. And we've also got Glenn and Jude on the line. So uh, stay tuned for more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. What would you do if you were stuck in the middle of nowhere? What would you do if you faced an emergency or disaster? Find out by listening to The Drive to Survive with host Tim McWelch. The program is all about wilderness survival, emergency preparedness, and self-sufficiency. Tim has been a professional survival instructor for nearly 15 years, and his tips and practices could save your life. Tune in to The Drive to Survive every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We are back. We're talking with Jack Morin. He has an awesome, awesome book out there. You can go to his website. It's jackmorin.com. Morin, spelled M as in Mary, O-R-I-N. And his book is Anal Pleasure and Health, A Guide for Men, Women, and Couples. Um, and I have a question here, so let me grab it, Jack, um, that, that someone sent me. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of briefly go through it because it's a little bit long, but they say, we love having anal sex with me giving and her receiving. And we've always tried to keep it really clean. However, recently to our our surprise, we discovered that it was a turn-on when it wasn't so clean. Instead of being utterly disgusted, we were both turned on by a dirtier, rawer, more natural sort of anal play. Eventually, my girlfriend suggested that we take the next step and do what we classify as light scat. Nothing too extreme. But she loves it with me watching her while performing oral sex. And we've adopted that the idea of body functions is natural and spiritual. Somehow, what usually seemed repulsive is beautiful coming out of her. But lately, we are feeling guilty about it. Are we freaks? Is this type of sexual play wrong? Um, well, you know, I personally do not think that it's wrong. Uh, and I've had the opportunity because I talk so much with people about their sexuality uh, that I know that quite a number of people in, have similar feelings about, you know, these particularly taboo substances, and I think poop is the most taboo of all, um, but uh, other people really enjoy urine in the same kind of way, where, you know, where you basically flip something that we've been taught to feel is disgusting into something exciting and, like uh, the person said, even beautiful, uh, that transformation of a, of a basic attitude towards something, I think, can release um, a charge, an erotic charge. And so, um, you know, people do discover this. Uh, I think we need to just put out the obvious that many, probably most people, are never going to make that discovery mm-hmm. <laughs> and would not want to. So mm-hmm. um, it certainly is not uh, something that you would expect someone to do if they're not into it. Otherwise, it would really be a bad experience. But right. if it's discovered the way these two did, um, uh, I think it, uh, and it's by mutual agreement, and they're both feeling good about it, I think that uh, the only thing they want to pay attention to uh, is uh, the health concerns. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're in a monogamous relationship with each other, and neither one of them has uh, any kind of intestinal parasite or anything like that, um, all they really need to be uh, careful about is not introducing poop into the vagina. That would not be a good idea. Right, right. Or the eyes. Or the eyes, of course, yeah. Mm, thank you for that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we were talking a little bit about just helping people overcome those taboos on that topic. Um, any kind of ways that they can, you know, move it or shift it or think of things differently. I'm always into that idea of I think shifting things, thinking about actually. it differently. What did you say? I, yeah, I think I preparation is important. Like, I, if I, I, I like to prepare, and so does Glenn. I, like, we will, we call it douching. We'll go, we'll do a little douching, but um, you know, also make sure your fingernails are trimmed. There's nothing mm-hmm. worse than trying to relax and someone's massaging it, and you get a little kind of cut from the edge of the fingernail because it just Ouch. freezes you up again. 
um, fingernails are important. And, you know, we like to prepare a little bit. And even pre-lubing is good to, you know, get some lube in there. And if it's, you know, edible, that's great, too, or scented, um, you know, just to prepare. I think preparing is, is very important. And it gives you time with yourself to kind of see where you're at and to get ready and relax a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't agree more with that. And the other thing that I might add um, alongside the preparing is I think it's possible for us to get into what I kind of think of as an experimental frame of mind where we're open, we're exploratory, where we're not creating pressures on ourselves or our partners, but we are... Uh, open to uh, experimenting and being honest about what's comfortable and what's not and letting that be okay. And I think uh, it's to cultivate that experimental place uh, takes a lot of comfort and a lot of security to do, but when we move into that, uh, all kinds of things can happen. I call them sex labs. Exactly. Good. <laughs> like kind of setting aside time just to play and experiment. Like nobody has to have an orgasm. We're just going to relax and we're just going to play and explore and see what we find about our bodies. <laughs> so I like that. That's so speaking great. of finding things in our bodies, Jack, you were also talking a little bit of, of anal anatomy. And I'd love to know, you know, we, we have our anal sphincter, but there's another sphincter. And some of the differences, you know, between women and men, we only have a few minutes, but okay. I want to just talk on the different sphincters and the differences between men and fem- male and female bodies. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I think it's important to know that there are two sphincters. Uh, these are ring-like muscles around the anal opening. There's one that's closer to the outside, and then there's one that's just next to it, a little toward the inside. Well, the reason it's important, you can feel these with your finger, by the way. If you just insert your finger even a half an inch in, uh, you can feel these two distinct rings right next to each other. Um, the thing is, the external sphincter is controlled by our central nervous system, uh, which means we can voluntarily control it quite easily just by paying attention but the internal sphincter is controlled by the uh, autonomic nervous system that controls all sorts of involuntary type functions. And that means um, we can't so automatically like command our internal sphincter to relax. We have to help move it into a relaxed place by creating comfort and pleasure. Um, and so learning what it takes to let go of, uh, in the internal sphincter, that takes a little time because we're basically learning how to influence a kind of an automatic function. Um, and I think uh, and that internal sphincter, the automatic one, is where we would tend to store the stress if we do. Um, the big differences between men and women, it, it, almost all of it's the same, but I did mention earlier that the big difference is uh, in men, they have the prostate gland, which is just to the front of the rectum. Uh, if you insert a finger just a few inches in, move it toward the front of the body on the other side of the rectal wall, uh, massage there uh, against the rectum, and you'll be massaging the prostate area, and that's very pleasurable for a lot of guys. Um, in women, um, uh, it would be difficult to feel it quite as distinctly, but uh, also just on the front side of the rectal wall, are those bubble cavernosis muscles and the uh, the internal endpoint of the, the clitoral body um, that's very close proximity uh, to the rectum there, um, and so uh, you have uh, these intense forms of stimulation in both men and women. It, it's interesting to note that uh, it appears from everything we know that women are more likely than men to be orgasmic from anal stimulation alone. Mm-hmm. Um, most guys, if they're going to have an orgasm while receiving anal stimulation, they need some genital stimulation 
going on mm-hmm. also. Um, and some women need that as well. Um, but uh, many women report, uh, more than men, that they, uh, they, they're orgasmic from the anal stimulation. They don't need any direct genital stimulation. Mm-hmm. I, I have a female friend who has orgasms in her anus simply just from, like, deep anal pleasure, like that yeah. prolonged sensation, opening up all the sphincters, really having prolonged, intense uh, penetration, and she has these exquisite yeah. anal so orgasms. She's working all the orgasmic muscles that way. Mm, I love it. This has been such a great, wonderful, informative show. I've had a great time on Sex with Jaya. Unfortunately, we are so out of time. And um, thank you so much to my guests. Jack, Morin, Glenn, and Jude. And uh, be sure to join us next week where you can experience more Sex with Jaya. Have a very pleasure-filled weekend. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. That was great. Thank you so much, Jaya. We loved it. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Allocadabra. Allocadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today.